Stephanie Arsenault says she's just doing her part. Others might say she's some sort of an insolent Santa Claus, while most accurately she could be classified as a lifesaver. She's working the stick shift to navigating the hills of a Sugar House neighborhood in search of Stein Portman's house. Stein, just like Stephanie, is a type 1 diabetic. The only difference is he's only 15 years old. To my knowledge, uh, I haven't had anyone previously this young want to donate. Stephanie is the leader of a grassroots Utah diabetic network intended to collect and redistribute insulin. Stein recently was introduced to Stephanie in the work she does. He has a stockpile of insulin, accessories, and even an insulin pump that he's able to donate. Slowing down on his street, Stephanie explains the two Harmons bags she's about to receive because of the insulin pump are valued around $10,000. I'm not out of the woods yet either because as soon as I turn 25, I'm going to be on my own paying for this stuff. You are on the fastest route despite some traffic. Like most delivery days for Stephanie, this is just stop number one. Next up, she's delivering these supplies about 40 minutes north to a 20-something-year-old woman who reached out for help. She's engaged to be married but remains at home with her mother and younger family because she can't afford to move out. Pulling up at Ashley Durfler's house is instantly emotional. You can't help but turn around and cry your heart out because you don't know what to do. I mean, she, she couldn't move out of her parents' house, but also, I mean, she is sleeping in the living room on the couch. The trip rounds out with one more insulin swap and finally, home. All said and done, it's about four hours from driveway to driveway. She'll do it again later that week and the week after that and until something changes. This is the cost Utahns face just to stay alive with drug prices rising out of control. And it's not just insulin. The cost for prescription medication for high blood pressure, depression, anxiety, and all across the board continues to skyrocket and is forcing everyday people to make life and death decisions. John Wojcik, KSL News Radio. Two friends taking pictures of the rising full moon on a summer night. Two teenage kids doing what teenage kids do. When a stranger with a gun and a death wish changed everything. It was violent, it was senseless, and I will never understand it, I will never accept it. I'm Amy Donaldson, and unfortunately, we're all too familiar with stories about how violence shatters lives. But what we rarely see is how they are rebuilt. In a new podcast, The Letter, we relive tragedy, but only so we can hear the rest of the story the struggle to reclaim lives, the realities of grief, and the possibilities of forgiveness. I believe in miracles. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are, and this is a big one. Follow the letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts.